Hello and welcome back. This is the AHA Homeschool Podcast and my name is Katie Shepard. And today I have a very good friend with me to come in and share her story. And just, I mean, a year ago, her kids were in public schools and now she's one of the biggest homeschooling advocates that that's in my circle and that I know. And it's been super fun to walk this journey with her and see her just, I mean, just the Lord just totally transformed her over the course of this last year. And um, I feel like her story is going to resonate with a lot of people who are hesitating pulling their children out of public school or people who are feeling fear and maybe like, are you equipped to homeschool or or any of those things that, that come along with that transition of pulling out and starting something very different. So my friend Jessica is here to join us today, and I will let her start by saying just a little bit about her and her family. Hello, everyone. Thanks for having me, Katie. My name is Jessica, and I am married to my husband, Joe, and we have three daughters. They are currently 12, going into seventh grade, uh, 10, going into fifth grade, and four, um, doing a pre-K year. So I am currently now a homeschool mom, <laughs> which sounds crazy to say, but it's true. A year ago, that would not have been anything that would come out no, of your mouth. No, a year ago, I guess you could maybe call me anti-homeschooling. <laughs> oh, you, you were definite. You you actually told me, no, I will never, I will never do that. I will never homeschool yeah, my children. You, you yeah. told me multiple times. Not only will I never, but I could, I just couldn't, I could never do that. And I think my famous line that I have said for years, like someone would die. I would either kill them or they would kill me first. <laughs> oh goodness. So, so at the beginning of last school year, your kids were where, were they in, were they homeschooled? Were they in school? Where at were you at? At the beginning of last year, they were headed off to our local public school. So my oldest, my oldest daughter, it was her, going to be her starting her sixth grade year, all done in public school. Okay. And that's where we started. That's where you started. Yeah. And so, um, share a little bit about your story and like why you like fully were in, believed in the public school. Yes. So a real quick recap, um, I grew up going to the public school system, to our local public school system, and I had nothing negative to say about it. Had great friends. Um, made an interesting and rather abrupt transition my freshman year to a private Christian school. So that was very different than what I had known. Um, for me, it was not a great fit. Uh, so when I graduated from there, I then went to just a secular university, did a lot of campus ministry, really enjoyed it, and pretty much had made my mind up before I had ever even been married or had children that like, my, if I had kids one day, they were going to go to public school. Um, fast forward to um, about six years ago, we moved, bought um, some land, built a home, and we chose the location because of the school district. <laughs> and you actually did so research. We did research. We we knew that we only wanted to go within a certain vicinity of, you know, we're close to family, but multiple school districts to choose from. And this this is what why we chose. And you you chose that because you thought that yes. was the best place for your children to be educated and to be raised. I did. And then I did. Okay. I did. And last fall, our, our daughters danced at the same dance studio. Mm -hmm. And so last fall we had an opportunity to sit in the lobby mm -hmm. 
for an hour once a week at the same time. And here I was like homeschool advocate. Like I think our one friend, our one friend called me a homeschool evangelist. Yeah, just, like, yeah. just don't stop. Um, and you just kept saying, no, no, not for me, not, not for, for me. us. Not for, and then in a matter of four weeks, four, five, maybe, I feel like you went from, I mean, you're, I just, your trans, your, your transformation in that just blows my mind. You went from like, no, like in tears in the dance studio lobby, mm -hmm. I will never do that mm -hmm. to this is the best thing ever. I should have done this years ago. Yeah. Like what happens in four weeks? Well, I'll tell you, God happens. <laughs> he, oh, he's in the business of, of moving mightily and doing a lot of changing of mindset and heart. And I definitely feel, you know, it's a, I feel that it's just been this story that God has just been weaving always, you know, and it wasn't like a certain moment though. Sometimes in our flesh, it can feel like that it was the certain thing that like tipped me over the edge, but hindsight, I can look back and see that God had been totally moving, providing, um, people in my life to, to glean some insight on what was happening in the public school. Um, people like you who, <laughs> who were advocating for homeschooling. Um, and you know, he just, he put the right people right in my face to start that shift and that change in my mind, in my heart. Um, but I guess one of the, the major kind of um, factors that were, was going on in our lives was we had started the school year in the public school and um, there was a, a big um, school board election happening. And I, after the last couple of years have been very crazy, tumultuous and <laughs> nothing that we, any of us would ever expected happening in our world. Um, I, I decided to get a little bit more involved in the school system. Um, so I helped to advocate for some new school board members. And in that process, the Lord put me in the path with a lot of local people, a lot of local parents um, whose kids were at school with, with my kids. And a lot of things began to surface about what was happening in our very own schools. Um, things you probably thought you were sheltered from. Things that I... Because you had done your research and like want, picked out yes. a really good school district. Things that I didn't want to believe. It's kind of like out of sight, out of mind. Mm -hmm. I, I would send them to school. They're out of sight. So anything going on in there, I just trusted was good and right. And knowing my kids were coming home every day to a Christian home where we're actively involved in our church. And, you know, we are, my husband and I are, you know, imparting biblical principles and close relationship with the Lord onto our children. And I just thought they're fine. They're fine. Well, once some things began to surface about, you know, things that were happening in our specific schools, resources that were being used in the classrooms, um, different groups that were forming in the schools with, with the children, um, I then began to ask some more pointed questions to my kids when they would come home from school. They're my kids. And I, I didn't, you know, other than how was your day? What was your best part of your day? You know? How were your friends? What'd you do for what's special? You know, did you make any art? You know, other than that, I really didn't even know what really what questions to ask my kids when they would come home from school. And so I started. And there's so many things that happen while they're there oh, so that they can't even verbalize. Yeah, they don't even know. They don't know how to answer. Like, how was your day? What happened? I don't know. I went to school. It was good. Okay, great. 
So I started asking more pointed questions and they kind of started confirming these things that I was learning about on the canvassing trail. Um, I became more, I guess, motivated to get our school board kind of set up a little stronger, but simultaneously started to feel like, oh my gosh, like maybe my kids shouldn't really be there. So thanks to you and, and lots of other and well, a couple other there is a group of us. Well, and I yeah. will say the Lord leading us to the dance studio at that same time, putting yeah. her in these classes with these specific girls, and then me being in the lobby at that time with these specific parents, and knowing that there was a huge huge homeschool community at literally at my fingertips that I had no idea was there. I may have thought you guys were a little bit crazy. <laughs> oh, you absolutely <laughs> thought we were crazy. But and now you're crazy with yes, us. <laughs> yes. Oh, I'm all in. <laughs> so, so the things, there are things you've told me mm-hmm. that even in the last couple months that your daughters will say, oh, well, yeah, they said this at school or mm-hmm. they said that. So there were a lot of things going on you didn't even know about because mm-hmm. you found out something that happened like back in 2020. Yeah. Just like a couple months ago, and you sent me this message and you're like, oh my gosh, you're mm-hmm. never going to believe. Mm-hmm. And so things continue to become unearthed. And there's been lots of confirmation still yes. that you're just very uncomfortable with some of the things that, like, I think, you know, my kids were in school and we send our mm-hmm. kids to school and we're like, okay, they're reading, writing, yeah. or arithmetic, like just, yeah. you know, and we assume that it's, that it's neutral. And they're just getting a basic good education right and it's not something that is pointing them away from the values we hold within our home yes but i experience the opposite of that Mm -hmm. very much like oh no i i don't want my kids being actively taught things that are the literally the opposite right of what we teach at home. Right. That's very conflicting. And when you think about the number of hours yes. your kids are at school versus hours at home and hours at home, really that you're imparting knowledge. I mean, when they're in school all day and then they're sleeping and you're eating and your activities, like it's just the time you have with them as a parent is minimal at best. So oh, yeah. really the, the people that are imparting wisdom and knowledge mm-hmm are possibly people that you don't agree with. Most likely people you don't agree with, I would say at this point, Um, for both of our experiences. That's what we experience. Are are there absolutely, there are good Christian teachers that are in the public school system and doing the work of the Lord. And sadly, one of the things that I learned was that a lot of their hands are tied and I can love the person and even go to church with, with some of the people. But when they're in that space, even their hands are tied. Um, I, yeah, when you talk about the hours spent, that was a very defining thing for me, realizing that when I'm waking up at the crack of dawn and I'm not, we are not morning people in my house. <laughs> so my oldest daughter at the beginning of last year had to be up by like 6.15 and oh. out the door, you know, by 7.15. And morning time was not quality for us. It was mumbling and like bare minimum of getting around the house. Probably so like we, high stress. Yeah. So it was very like, it 
just I one eye open coffee in my hand. There was no like, there was no deep conversations or spiritual things happening because it was just hard and early and exhausting. So when I started realizing that I was sending her off in that headspace and that sort of disconnect with our family in the dark. And then by the time she would get home from school, she would only have an hour to grab a snack, decompress, get some fresh air, do homework, and get, do, do homework, and then get her dance stuff and, and leave the house. And then, and then I'm picking her up at the studio hours later. And again, exhausted, needs to come home, change, get a snack and collapse in bed to start all over the next morning. And I realized like, I don't have the hours with my child to combat the hours that she has spent at the school getting told something in direct opposition to what we believe. And she probably didn't have the, uh, the capacity mm -hmm. when she got home, she needed to just decompress. decompress. Yeah. And so she probably didn't even have the capacity to verbalize to you, nor are our children they're not capable of recognizing the attacks from Satan. They do not have adult discernment. Right. I mean, yeah. there's a reason Jesus's disciples yeah. were all adults and right. trained. Like yeah. he specifically trained them. And the way that these things are integrated into their public education, oh. it's, it's subtle. It is. It's yeah. math questions that yeah. involve yeah. things that, don't need to be in math yeah. things that are inappropriate to have in a math yeah. question, but it's, yeah. it's just woven in just very subtly. It's the, it's the adjectives that are used to describe some things versus others, just like a positive adjective here and a yeah. negative adjective here. And 12 years of that times 30 right. hours a week. I can't combat that. No, not at we home. Don't, we don't have enough time. No, <laughs> there's actually like, it's a numbers problem. There isn't the time. Yeah. And I'll tell you, I, you know, as I began recognizing these things, I mean, that was a huge shift in my heart to bring them home because then it's like, not all like, so if I'm going to spend the hours I have with my kids to just try to undo or combat that, well, I might as well just be homeschooling. <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean? But then that's when like the whole mindset of why was I so against homeschooling to begin with? So why were you against yeah. it? What were because your because I had a belief system in my mind that I was absolutely unqualified. That there is no way I could give my kids what they needed. Who put that belief system there? Yeah, I mean, I went to school for for twenty some years of well, my life, and it's I, ingrained into it, our culture. It is. It's it, it in our culture. It's ingrained that you have to be an expert yeah. to do something. Yeah, a hundred percent. And wow, is that ever not biblical? So, no. <laughs> to, let's just, I mean, I'm just going to rip well, the bandaid off. Biblically, yeah. the only people that are called to, to teach children child. are yeah. the parents. Yeah. That's that's actually the only yeah. like verse about teaching children in the whole Bible yeah. is parents. Yeah. And with limited capacity, grandparents. Yeah. Like, that's it. Yeah. But me having to undo decades of a belief system. But this is why I'm saying, but God, because he can undo all that in like a second, you know, okay. he can undo and that he does. with like one breath. Yeah. And 
I can see, like I said, that he orchestrated all these people and all of these things and all of the stuff to come up and kind of brew up at the surface at just his appointed time. And I think I give, I, I give all the glory to God for literally having a shift in my mind that seemed to happen like overnight. It did. From my <laughs> perspective, I was like, wait, you're ready? Yeah. Like, I mean, you yeah. were just like in tears last week and now you're like, and you know, what's funny is that like, I feel that I, the Lord has given me a pretty big faith and I have stepped out into some scary, um, situations where I've had to just step out onto the water essentially and be like, Here oh, God. <laughs> and I have always felt that and believed that he, he, the, the age old saying that he doesn't call the equipped, he equips the call. Right. But for some reason, this space of my life, I just, you weren't had, ready to believe I that. I just, you, my belief that was that I was not qualified. And I truly thought that like, I would ruin my relationship with my kids. I thought it would destroy our family dynamic if they were home. And to be quite honest with you, in the spring of 2020, when all the schools shut down and my kids came home and people, some people called like, oh, I had to homeschool my kids during that time. Well, obviously we, that was not homeschooling. That was that was whatever schooling that you was were crisis. doing was sent home and you were in like crisis school, crisis schooling. Yes. Um, and that went horribly for my family. I mean, we essentially quit school. Right? And that was one of the things you told me. You were like, no, no, no I tried oh, that. And I was yeah. like, no, 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 you, no, that's not, you haven't actually homeschooled. Like <laughs> that's if that's, if that's your only reason, then you know, you're going to homeschool. Yes. Yeah. That's, yes. And I, and so then that fed into that belief that like this wouldn't work for my family. Um, but it, it does. And it's not, it wasn't that, that in 2020 is not what homeschooling is. And all the thoughts that I had about what homeschooling is, none of those things are true. None of those things are true. What's another thought you had about what homeschooling is? Can you think of anything like, I think that I pictured a very isolating situation. I think I pictured, um, being kind of stuck in our house, kind of being unsocial and my kids like not having friends. My, I'm extroverted. My kids love are, their friends. They're extroverted as Some well. Some of them are more extroverted than others. <laughs> and I think in my mind, I also believe that if I pulled them out and brought them home, we would kind of just be like on this island alone. I didn't, I didn't really know, again, this dance community. And now we go to a church where that's also cracked wide open. There's a homeschool community. There's they, it's everywhere. I didn't even know it was in these places, but God's like, no, no, <laughs> like I know. And it's I'm, like when I'm you start looking this. for like a red car, then you see All like red cars everywhere. everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And the Lord has given you that community. Like oh, he's shown you that like, we have like an abundance of community. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, there are weeks we've tried to get together it's, and it's, we've had, we're too busy. We have too many <laughs> friends and people. <laughs> we've had too much to yeah. do. And you know, that's, it, the truth. It, yeah. that's what he's provided is he's given you this yeah this community um, and so many new friends like that's the thing there were people god was ready to connect me with that were just right at my fingertips but they were people that i hadn't met before some of them some were people like you that i i had known who you were we had technically met you know and, and we had talked but we didn't like know each other you know no. um and i knew you were on a homeschooling journey because we were connected and and social media and so and, and I honestly, like, again, I was seeing those posts and I thought, 
well, that's great for her. <laughs> like that won't work for me. Or I'm not like smart enough. I mean, I did not, I don't have a degree in education. And a lot of people in the past that I knew who homeschooled their kids were teachers by trade. And so I was like, oh, well, I'm not that, I'm not that. So I, I can't, you know, I can't do that. And you've said to me before about your education, like you didn't necessarily feel like a good student. Right. So then how could you be a good teacher right. if you weren't? Right. Okay. So flip side, yeah. you're like homeschool advocate now and I love it. Like you oh, just. 110%. It's so fun. <laughs> it's so fun to hear you like, oh, I talked to another yeah. friend and you know, it, I, I love that because it's been really fun to see, like I said, like the transformation in you and, and it, it, it was all the Lord. And so to see mm -hmm. him work through someone else is really cool when you get a front row seat yeah. to that. So now. You're on the other side, those things you thought about homeschooling, the isolating, the I'm not equipped to teach or I'm not qualified to teach or I'm mm -hmm. too dumb to teach or whatever, yeah. you know, are any of those things true? So the Lord blew every single one of those false beliefs right out of the water. Now, I went to him on my knees, <laughs> begging him to impart his wisdom and to speak to me. He did that through his word. He did that through fellowship of friends. And he, he literally just obliterated those lies that I was believing. Um, so, I mean, you start diving into scripture and, and reading through the call, like just even go into your Bible and look up all the references that talk about parents, children, instruction. And it is just this beautiful picture that is painted. And without a shadow of a doubt, it is, if he's calling you, he has equipped you. I don't know what high school is going to look like. I don't know what two years from now is going to look like. But I know that right now he has supplied me with every single thing that we need. Um, and he has shown up. When we first started, because we sort of did like an abrupt pulling out of the school system you, you pulled the out like the year right at like Thanksgiving. Yeah. Not and even it was, middle. it was very like, Oh, by the way, we're done. You're not going back to school. Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> so surprise. Yeah. And, and I will say that like every single day, I mean, and I, you know, cause I was like reaching out to you almost every day, like for weeks and months, almost every single day, the Lord gave us this little gift of confirmation of this, you know, something that happened in our conversation or, something that we were reading or, you know, something else I had learned about the school that I just pulled them out from. And it was like literally one day after the next constant confirmation that I have never been more sure about hardly anything in my life. Well, he was like, this is the path I have yes. for you. I'm going to just give you a reason yes. day after day. So and you don't no doubt. feel like you should turn back. Yeah. You don't. And if someone says to me, but how are you qualified to teach your kids? Like I can literally say, because the Lord has called me to like, that's, that's how I know I'm equipped. Yeah. So yeah, we're loving it. I mean, there's a whole transition that took place from one, you know, one <laughs> to the other. And we can talk about that. We can talk about that later. We can, but I'm, I'm telling you my girls, it is July and they're like, when can we start school? Right. They love it. Which has a whole other testimony. <laughs> that is a whole testimony. It is, it it really is. is because it was, it was transitions hard. Transitions hard. Pulling off a bandaid, it stings. But the, the beauty of walking in obedience and the, just being a part of God's work when you're just stepping out in faith like that, it's, it far surpasses 
it far surpasses anything that you can imagine for yourself, you know? It does. And I think you needed, from my perspective, you needed reassurance that there were like tools and resources yes. out there. Oh, there's a whole, whole world that I knew nothing about. <laughs> that just tools to like give you guidance or, yeah. you know, when I was first talking to you about curriculum, I was like, well, no, look, they give you a schedule and you're like, oh, <laughs> day one, do yeah. this day two. Yeah. do, And you're like, oh, okay. Like yeah. the, see the Lord has already like put it all together yeah. and like it's packaged for you by, by people who know what they're talking about. Know what they're talking about. <laughs> yes. Really? Like and there's, there's, and there's so much freedom in that space too. As you know, there's so, there are so many options, but what's so great about it is that like, who knows your kids best? You do. You do. And so we can pick this beautifully tailored path and, and it, it's fluid and it can, it can change from year to year, but it's, it's perfect for our family. And I remember you saying like, well, my one daughter really loves cooking. So I'd, I'd like to weave that in. And I'm yeah. like, oh, great. Like, yes, yeah. do it. Here's my curriculum. You can, that, like, you can weave that into history. You can weave that into science. You can, you can weave it anywhere you want. Right. There it is. Yeah. And so I think when you started to see those things, I think, I think the world opened up. For oh, you. you just, yes. it's like a, a shade was lifted yes. from your eyes. And, I, and, and the only regret I have, or I, not that I have a regret, but the only thing that I, you know, can say that I think is like, why didn't I just do this sooner? <laughs> and I feel exactly the same way. Yeah. Like, why didn't I, yeah. you know, I homeschooled and then we went back to public school. And I'm like, what? Oh, what yes. was I thinking? <laughs> Like it was, you know, yeah. what was I thinking? And I yeah. just, I think, you know, it, we all have a different story to tell. For sure. And the Lord uses each of our stories to not only inspire others, like, you know, today sharing your story, but also to grow our hearts in the very specific way that each of our hearts need to be grown. Absolutely. And I will tell you, it is not all cupcakes and sunshine. And I just, we are still new in this journey. And I just like to remind people or let people know that like, it's not all cupcakes and sunshine, but the blessing that comes from the obedience is so much better than cupcakes and sunshine. <laughs> so, so yeah. So, so homeschooling is better than cupcakes, cupcakes and sunshine. And sunshine. Actually yeah. the way the Lord no, grows yes, you yes, and your children yes, is better. Our yeah. relationship with each other, my kids watching their relationship with the Lord grow. I mean, you can't, you can't beat that. <laughs> no. And there's nothing, and you're no longer just trying to figure out what to undo. Right. Now you're actually building them up. Yes. So instead of spending time undoing, oh, no. you're it's, just pouring into yeah. and building up. And that, that's just, yeah. it, it's basically. The potential is like infinite. It is. Which is very exciting. <laughs> you just have to be willing to submit in obedience yeah. to the Lord and what he's, what he's calling you to do. And be okay with the fact that like, I don't know everything and I am not the smartest person <laughs> and my flesh isn't what qualifies me. It's the Lord's calling as a mother over these specific children that he's given me. Oh yeah. No, he gave these children yeah. to you and his intent. And there's literally no one else more qualified to teach them than me. <laughs> right. And his intent yeah. was that you would be there. Yes teacher yeah. like this this whole like education system hasn't has not existed no since yeah. creation i really looked hard in the bible <laughs> to figure out where <laughs> it's not there so <laughs> you were really hoping weren't you yeah. for a few days <laughs> for a while there <laughs> yeah. 
Um, okay, so I think we'll have you back again to talk about some of the transition time and just what that was like for your family. There were specific challenges that I think I also experienced. Um, I wish I would have, I wish I would have written that down or shared it more like mm, yeah. raw in the moment because can't remember them all, you know, as specific, but you're closer still to very it. Fresh. It's, still, yeah. it's still very fresh for you. So, um, so thank you yeah. for coming and just sharing, you know, this, your story. Thanks I think there's a lot of people out there that, um, believe they can't. Yeah. And I think I'm praying that this reaches them and that they, they can hear the Lord and calling them to obedience Absolutely. too. To homeschool. Amen. Get your kids out. That's yes. what I always said to you, right? It's a, I just said it over and over again. Just get them out. They're out. They're free. <laughs> All right. Thank you for listening in. And uh, we hope you join us again next time. Bye-bye.